Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. Our prayer is that you enjoy the word for today. Believe in your heart. Believe in your heart. What you, how and what you believe should be based on the word of God, but we must believe in our heart or our spirit. Our spirit man is who we are. When God speaks of a man's heart, he's speaking about the man or the main part of the man or the center of our being, which is our spirit. And when it, we see that in the word, we when we reference the word heart, even when we say the heart of something, like the heart of a subject, that's the central part of it, the most important part. When it, even when you say the heart of of the of a, a watermelon or the heart of a fruit, that means the sweetest part, the the best part of it. So um, when we talk about the heart of man or believing with our heart, we're talking about believing with uh, the essential part of our being. And so as scripture reference to us that we are a spirit and that we uh, should relate to God because he is a spirit, God is a spirit and the scripture says we worship him in spirit and in truth, then we need to be aware of this and we need to know that of course faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and that when we believe what we hear, we incorporate that or we should incorporate that into our everyday walk and talk. So it's important for us to to understand what the word says, what the scripture says about when we talk about the heart. So let's look at some, uh, some examples of what the Bible says about the heart of man and, and what it is to walk in the blessings of God and to do what uh, God has called us to do. In Mark chapter 11, very uh, familiar scripture to is verse number 23, Mark 11 verse 23, it says this, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart. See? Doubt shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Anytime I watch this scripture or see this scripture or reference it, when it says that we shouldn't doubt in our heart, Brother Hagin used to tell us, and Kenneth Hagin, Kenneth E. Hagin, my father in the ministry, that you can receive from God or believe as long as you don't have doubt in your heart, even if your head doesn't quite understand. You can have a little doubt or, or, or a lack of understanding in your head to a certain degree as long as in your heart, your spirit, you're believing. How do you do that? By incorporating it in everything that you do, doing what the word says, whether you understand exactly why you're doing it or not. Well, Pastor, isn't it important to understand? Yeah, the Bible says and all I get and get understanding. But there's some things we're just not going to understand what to do. And we're not going to know 
what we should do. But if God's word says it, if we want to operate and have the blessings of God, we got to believe that in our heart and our spirit and then do it. And God will, and the blessings of God will overtake us. We see another scripture that relates to the same way is in Romans 10 verse 10. Romans 10 verse 10 says this, for with the heart, again, our spirit, for with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. Jesus made us the righteousness of himself. We are the righteousness of Christ. But we got to believe that in our heart. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Notice how our heart, belief, and our mouth, what we say, correspond together. And that works in our confession for salvation, but it also works in our confession to receive whatever it is we believe in God for. If you're believing God for finances, you got to believe in your heart. You got to believe in the spirit, but you need to say, I, I call my bills paid in full. You need to say, uh, as we say, when you hear us pray for finances, we, first of all, we say, we say, tell God, God, thank you for whatever it is we're believing God for. We, we ask you to, to, we thank you for, we have this particular amount. And then we commission angels to go forth and cause that to come in. It's so important for us to do that, to commission those angels, those ministry spirits to go forth. And then we say, Satan, take your hands off our finances. Loose it and let it go. And then we commission those angels to go. I think I got a little, little backwards there. But it's so important for us when we do add all those essential ingredients by believing in our heart and confessing that with our mouth. And then don't say things contrary to it. Say what God's word says and keep your heart. <laughs> don't let other junk come in that would prevent you from walking in in God's best. Again, man, you and I, Man, woman, we are a spirit. Man is a spirit. We are a spirit being. And again, we worship God in spirit and in truth. The things that God wants us to do, wants us to have, we got to relate to God. through, And we do that primarily through his word. Again, the word heart is used to convey a thought. Again, the, the central thought, the centermost being of who we are. And again, we are a spirit. Where, where do we see that at? Where well, we see it in, in uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5, verse 23. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23 says this, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Again, we are spirit. We have a soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions, and we live in a body. Now, when we get saved, our spirit is completely born again. We're, your spirit, man, is as saved as, as you're going to be. But our soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotion, we're in process. The scripture says that our mind is being renewed by the word of God, is being transformed. The more transformative word that we get, the more we're going to operate in a higher level of faith. In other words, you know, we talk about these things, but in practicality, we're saying, 
the more you get God's word and you do what it says to do, the more you're going to receive uh, from God, the more you're going to operate it, the more things that you're going to have in your hand. First, you believe it. You call those things to be not as though they were. In other words, you call them into existence by confessing with your mouth. You confess about yourself what God's word says you can have, and then you can expect it. And then you start acting like you already got it even before you get it. Why? Because you believe it in your heart. You believe you have what God said you can have. Because when God says you got something, you got it. And when he said it, that settled it. But it can only settle it for you when you walk in the light of it. You got to expect it. So again, man is a spirit and we worship God in spirit and truth. And the fact is, the term, the spirit of man, and the term, the heart of man, can be used, and we see it in the Bible, you, use, you can use it interchangeably because it's the exact same thing uh, uh, that we're talking about. John 4, 24, in the King James, John 4, verse 24 says, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And when we, when we talk about the heart, again, we're not talking about the physical blood pump in our body. Uh, you can't believe God with, with your heart in your body, the, the physical uh, heart, any more than you can believe God with your physical hand <laughs> you know, for, or your toe <laughs> or is that. That's just the body part. But when we say heart, we're talking about the spirit of man. We're talking about, and when we worship God, we worship him in the spirit and in truth, the truth of God's word. The truth, the Bible says, will set or make you free. If you really want to get freer, you got to get more of God's truth. And that means you got to hear teachings like this. You got to understand the line upon line, precept upon precept, scripture. But then put this word into action in your life. Become a physical doer of what the word says. And then uh, get in the spirit. Pastor, how do I get in the spirit more? Pray. Pray in the spirit. Pray. Uh, Pastor, how do you pray in the Spirit? That's when you have received the infilling of the Holy Spirit to the full. Every Christian that's saved is born again. The Holy Spirit comes and resides inside of you, but there's uh, another level or that we, every Christian, ought, ought to have, and that's the infilling or the baptism of the Holy Spirit where you receive the fullness, and then the more you pray in your natural understanding and pray in other tongues, that's the language that you pray in once you get filled full of uh, his presence or the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And when you pray more in the Spirit, the more you're going to be in tune to spiritual things. And really, the more of the fruit are the gifts of the Spirit that you're going to make yourself, uh, I guess a, the right term would be, exposed to because you're hearing God clear. And, well, Pastor, when I pray in, in an unknown tongue, I don't know what I'm praying. What well, the Bible says, our mind is unfruitful, but your spirit is edified. We're built up. Our heart is edified. That, Pastor, 
just after reading the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's part of it because you're rejoicing and you're praying. You're communicating with God. And when we pray in the spirit, we're praying in that heavenly language that only God can understand. And praise God. I know in, in, in our denomination church, we say, well, well, when you moan, nobody can understand you but God. Well, moaning is this moan. <laughs> I mean, God, of course, God knows your intentions, but when you pray in the spirit, the devil can't understand that. And, 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 and you can't either, but you're edified, the scripture said. You're built up or you're recharged, and God will help us to grow. So, believe God. Believe in your heart. Believe with your spirit. And when we walk in that empowerment, we're going to walk in the graces and the mercies of God. And then we're going to know and be what God has called us to be. Again, that centermost part of our being, who we are in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 1. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 1 says this, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle, our body, were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in heaven. In other words, this is not our home. We're just passing through. But we got a future home that is better than anything that we can imagine or think, and we can walk in that empowerment and knowing who we are in Christ, what we can do, what we can have, and what we can belong in. Again, just believing with our heart. You know, in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 6, it says this, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 6, Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we're absent from the Lord. Verse 7 says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. That's how we should live. And then we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Paul wrote to the Corinthians that, but he also told us that we can have what the scripture says we can have and we can do what the scripture says we can do. Again, a heart faith a heart relationship. And then finally, the scripture in Proverbs chapter 3 kind of cements everything for us. Proverbs 3 verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Because sometimes we don't understand everything. But if we trust in the Lord, that's believing what God's word says. We can have what it says we can have. We can be and do what it says we can do. It's essential. And then verse 6 says, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. You want to be led by the Spirit? The Bible says the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. And so when we acknowledge him, he shall direct our path. He'll direct your steps. He'll let you know what to do and what not to do. Then it's up to us to follow through and do it. And, and verse 7 lets us know, be not wise in thy own eyes or doing it your, your own way. Fear the Lord. doesn't mean be afraid of him. It means honor and respect him and depart from evil. When we follow God and by following his word and doing what the word says, believing in our heart, our spirit, 
we're going to depart from evil. Just doing that separates us from the devil. It'll separate your, uh, the word is what divides uh, everything good from evil. God's word will help us and God will help us to walk by faith and not by sight only. Praise God. I want to pray with you right now. Repeat after me. The first step, Lord, I know I need you. Right now, I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you died for me. Lord, I make you my Savior and I make you my Lord. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Thank you, Lord, for redeeming me. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen.